Well, hi, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the Coffee and Jesus podcast. In this community, we will spend time together by reading the Bible, asking questions, challenging ourselves, and celebrating our victories. I'm your host, Jamie Crozier. I'm a full-time pastor, a wife, a mother, and a friend. My life is crazy busy. I'm not sure if you can relate, but I have learned that my time with Jesus and coffee, it helps me to relax, helps me to focus, and most importantly, it helps me to love others. So grab a cup of coffee and even a notebook if you would like, and let's spend some time together with Jesus. So today I want to look at a passage in Zechariah. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read the Bible, Zechariah isn't one of those books that I just go to. You know what I mean? Like I'm usually going to one of the Gospels or Psalms or Proverbs. When I read Zechariah, I'm kind of like, um, it takes it takes a little bit for me to decide that's what I want to read. <laughs> But I want to challenge you like to follow along with a one-year plan of the Bible. It can be chronological, it can be, you know, just from the front to the back of the Bible because sometimes we will skip over these books if they seem confusing or they don't seem relevant to us, but they so are relevant. And yes, they can be confusing, but that's why we have Holy Spirit to teach us and to guide us. And we can always get something out of the scriptures. So the other day, I was reading in Zechariah 8, and I really took it as a message of hope, especially one when it comes to your community. Think about where you live right now. And I am wondering what you think about your community. Maybe it's your home. Maybe it's your block or your subdivision. Maybe it's your your city or your town. Maybe it is your state. But I want you to think about that place. I want to share with you a personal story. A handful of years ago, we had an opportunity, my husband and I, to move out of the town that we live in. The job that he had was relocating. And so his job would be relocating to a different community. And we prayed and prayed about it. There's There was nothing majorly wrong with that community. We just felt that God was calling us to our own community. And this is because, to be completely honest, At the time when we looked around at our community that we had been living in for a while, we just felt like there was so much that God wanted to do there. We felt like there were things that were missing or lacking or things that really could get better. Do you ever feel this way? Do you look around your community and think, negatively about it or have some some bad thoughts? If so, that is actually probably just God putting in you that he wants to do some amazing things with your community. And not to say that I was thinking bad thoughts about our community. I mean, we love, even at that time, we loved our community. But our heart kind of broke for some areas in our community that we really felt like God wanted to restore. And as we were praying about it, We thought if we moved, I know God would bless the move. I know that God would, you know, always be with us. It wasn't, that wasn't a question, but I felt like we were going to miss out on some of the promises that we felt like God had for our community. And we believed that God was going to do these things for our community, like with or without us, but we felt like God was inviting us into that. And if we were going to move, we would miss seeing and being a 
part of what God was doing. So we ended up staying, which actually meant Kevin couldn't keep his job. So it worked out. We have, he has a different job and we are still in our community. But when I look back at the last, you know, five years or so of our community, the things that have happened have been amazing. Miracles after miracles, uh, prayer requests answered, the community coming together. And it's not that everything has been, you know, rainbows and butterflies. There have been hard things that have happened to our community. The pandemic, through that, we lost a lot of a lot of amazing men and women that served our community well. We've had just hardships happen as well. But our community has really come together to meet the needs of families and businesses that are going through hard times. We've seen new businesses start and prosper. We've seen families restored. We've seen our school district just have so much support from the community. So all of these things have been amazing to watch and to be a part of. Had we left, I fully believe that God would have still done all these things, but we would have missed the opportunity to see them happen and to be a part of some of those things. So when I was reading this passage in Zechariah 8, which we're going to read a little bit of it, and then I have some questions for you, I was just reminded about this promise that he has. It's actually a passage of hope. And I was reading it and I was using it to pray back to God. This is what I want for the community in which I live. And so that is my prayer for you. That whatever community you are in and whatever community you are thinking about, maybe it's, it's your home, but maybe it's your block or it's your subdivision. It's for your neighbors. Maybe it's your church community. Maybe it's your, your town or your city or your state, whatever it might be. My prayer for you is that the promises and the hope that this passage has will actually transcend into your community. So let's go ahead and just take a minute. I want to read the first part of Zechariah 8. And then I have some questions for you to just think about and journal about and then an an action item for you at the end. So Zechariah 8, I am reading out of the English Standard Version. And I'm just going to read this, this first paragraph, which is verses 1 through 8. And it says, And the word of the Lord of hosts came, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Zion with great jealousy. I am jealous for her with great wrath. Thus says the Lord, I have returned to Zion and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city and the mountain of the hosts, the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each with staff in hand because of great age. And the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in its streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, If it is marvelous in the sight of the remnant of this people in those days, should it also be marvelous in my sight, declares the Lord of hosts? Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I have saved my people from the east country and from the west country, and I will bring them to dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and they shall be on my people, and I will be their God in faithfulness and in righteousness. 
I just love this picture that I have in my mind of a city where the old men and women can sit down in the streets and it says, you know, they still have their canes because of their old age. They're not worried about being robbed or or mugged or anything happening to them. They can just sit in the streets and they can watch the girls and the boys playing in the streets. And the girls and the boys can play. They don't have to worry about bad things happening to them and their parents don't have to worry about it. Everyone can be in community together and enjoy, you know, their community. I love that picture. And I love the verse that says, if it is marvelous in the sight of the remnant of the people in those days, should it also be marvelous in my sight? That verse stuck out to me. So when a verse sticks out to me, I like to look it up in multiple translations and versions to see how other people have translated the original language into English and how they interpreted that to mean. And sometimes that just helps me think about it in my context. So the New Living Translation says, all this may seem impossible to you now, a small remnant of God's people. Is it impossible for me, says the Lord of heaven's armies? And the contemporary English version says, this may seem impossible for my people who are left, but it isn't impossible for me, the Lord all powerful. That is such an amazing promise. It may seem impossible for you, but it isn't impossible for me. And I was reminded with that, that God is not surprised. You know, he's not surprised when, when things happen. So this is a city that is going through hard times and he's promising that there are going to be amazing times to come. He's not surprised by the things that are happening and he's not going to be surprised by the blessings that he's bringing. He's working all things for our good. So these are some questions I have for you today. I want you to think about these. If you have a journal, I want you to go ahead and take some time and write down your answers to these questions. Read Zechariah 8. You can read the whole thing. And then some questions that I have for you. Number one, has something taken you by surprise, good or bad? Number two, when God says that it's not a surprise for him, How does that make you feel? Number three, how has God prepared you and your life for this surprise? And number four, through this time, how has God been with you? And so I want you to take some time and think about those questions. And then my action item for you today I want you to think about someone in your community who maybe had their own surprise, something good or something bad, maybe something they weren't prepared for. And I want you to pray into God's promise over their life. So think about that person. I want you to write their name down in your journal. And right now, take two minutes and just pray over them and pray into the promise that God has for their life. Well, it was so good talking with you today. I really hope that this message of of hope and prosperity and the promises of God for your community, wherever you are, I hope that it brings you hope. (laughs) I know that it is a message of hope from God to you and your community. And my prayer is that God inspires you on how you can help be the change in a positive direction. Because I know God wants to use you to bring out his will 
He wants to use you to bring good things to those around you. And rest assured, he'll do it with or without you. But the opportunity is there for you to partner with him to bring hope and joy and peace and prosperity to your community, wherever you are. I would love to hear some stories about your community and the amazing things that you have seen God do in your community. You can email me. I will put my email in the description here. And you can also continue the conversation on Facebook. Our Facebook group is uh, just Coffee and Jesus. You can search it and find it. And you can continue the conversation in there. And if you found this to be helpful in any way, would you consider sharing it with a friend? It was so good to uh, talk with you and connect with you today. I hope that you have a great week and we will talk again soon. I'm Jamie Crozier and this has been the Coffee and Jesus Podcast.